You are listening to the Babe You've Got This podcast. I am Kim Kent. As a health and mindset coach, speaker, and business mentor, my deepest purpose and passion involves empowering and educating women to up-level and transform their mindset so they have the courage, guidance, and belief in themselves to achieve their goals and create more success and abundance in their life. I am raw and real and I do not bubble wrap anything. I am excited to give you an epic dose of mindset development and get you thinking greater in this episode. If you love this episode, please share on your social media. If you'd love to learn more about me and my offerings, you can visit my website, www.kimkent.net, or you can head over to www.abundanceclub.net and check out my online beautiful community that involves a beautiful holistic health and mindset coaching program that is transforming and changing lives every single day. Well done for pushing play today. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I love the topic of leadership today because it is something dear to my heart and it's been a part of my journey, a big part of my journey of growing into a leader. And I guess the question is, what makes a leader? What is leadership? And I am coming from a background of being a really fucking good dictator. (laughs) My whole life, I thought I was a great leader. I always took on management roles, even from the first job I ever got. I became like shift supervisor, all that jazz. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a good leader. People are telling me I'm a good leader. And it wasn't until I started my business where I built a team of independent distributors within my organization who worked for themselves, who worked off their own profit and commissions. Did I then learn that I actually wasn't a very good leader? I was a very, very good dictator. So in the traditional business world, I would make a really good manager, a really good boss boss kind of vibe. But when you hit top level of companies, businesses, true influencing positions, right, you can't be a dictator because you're just going to piss people off you got to be an actual leader. And a leader is, so a dictator is, as you can tell, you dictate. You can tell people what to do. I'm really good at telling people what to do. I have a background in exercise, fitness instructing, personal training, and Pilates. You literally spend the whole time telling someone what to do. I still love teaching Pilates till this day. I still take on cover classes whenever I feel like teaching um, because I do enjoy it. I'm a great dictator, right? (laughs) So... When I learned about leadership, it was like, I thought I knew it all, but I knew nothing. And I want to share just some of the things. So this is a really educational, not so much storytelling based episode today. It's a bit shorter and sweeter. And I just wanted to give you a really impactful session um, with some of the things I learned. So that's what my goal is, just to cover some of the things. Because leadership, there's a lot involved. There's different layers I can keep it simple, but it can get quite complex. So my intention is to keep it really simple and share a lot of things I've learned and that I've learned from leaders who've walked before me, who've led me to the leader I am today. So as I said, dictator likes to tell people what to do, but doesn't really do it themselves. And a leader is someone who, they're the person who, they will scrub the floors if they need to, They'll, but then they also will drive the fancy cars. Like they're both ends of the spectrum like they lead from the front they do the do um they yeah leading i guess there's no other way 
to say it. They're not just sitting in the chair bossing people around. If there's a job to be done or part of the business or whatever it might be, I'm very specific to business leadership because that's where I've had to evolve into leadership is primarily through business. And yeah, it's, you know, me, instead of me sitting behind the chair telling them what to do, it's me getting out what I need to get out and get it done too. And I'm also doing the jobs that the other people are doing. And they, and they follow me and I create that influence of, you know, if she can do it, I can do it and whatnot. So what is leadership? <laughs> I've got my little notes in front of me because I don't want to forget anything. But uh, I actually am in the process of it will launch within the next 12 months a leadership coaching, um, an empowered, empowering leadership coaching group where it's monthly calls to really up-level and um help you evolve into that leadership with these qualities and these disciplines and how to implement them and it's going to be like a little membership and those people who are actually part of my own team mentorship and work with me will get it for free and then otherwise it'll just be a charge a monthly membership price for people who don't actually already work with me but um, the reason I shared that is because I've already mapped out all the things that's going to be a part of it. And oh my gosh, seriously, like there's so much, there's so much to learn. And it's not about getting overwhelmed either. Like I, I've never been overwhelmed in learning about leadership. It's just a, a beautiful big journey. So if you don't have your notepads and pens out, I definitely recommend it. If you're listening to this while you're driving, maybe listen to it again or over and over and remember these little tips and things I'm sharing or listen to it when you get home or somewhere where you can write down so okay where which one do I want to start with the first so this is in no order I'm not sharing this with you guys in any particular order like what's most important what's not because depending on who you are and what skills you have and maybe what skills you still need to develop will, will depend like what a couple of things things I share in this, you might be listening and, and some of the things that I thought was quite challenging to learn and, and implement and evolve into, you might be like, oh, I do that all the time. That's so easy. But then the things that I found quite easy to do might be quite challenging for you to, to implement. Everyone's got their different strengths and weaknesses, right? But these are definitely the things that, if I was to describe leadership, these are some of the important things that I would encourage people to focus on so the first one is to be I'm going to start with vision so there's vision and mission to be vision driven and mission driven so you've got leaders have a vision leaders know where they're going leaders aren't walking blind leaders have not got a blindfold on and living just in the moment and have no plan for the future like just where they are and you know they you want to get from A to B, but they have the blindfold on and then they're trying to tell you how to get from A to B, but they don't even know how to get there themselves. Leaders have vision. They know where they're going. They know what they want to create. Uh, they know what it looks like and they've reverse engineered it. They've become visionary and reverse engineered it so they know the stepping stones they need to take on along the way, the milestones that need to be hit. So having vision creating vision. So what I would do if I were you is get out the pen and paper and start writing down like where do you 
what if it's if it's specific to business or it can be specific to life whatever whatever area of life it needs to be in and obviously you can do that with all areas of life but usually leadership is is required in a business setting um, and most people want to learn the skills in a business setting from a business setting so what is the vision of where, where your business is going where do you want to see yourself and your accomplishments and your impact and your outcome for you can go 10 years you can the bigger your vision the better but sometimes it can be that this part can be overwhelming so start with 10 years or five years one simple way is you can do just 12 months right you do want to have leaders have bigger visions than the next 12 months they already can visualize pretty much their whole life if not beyond i won't get into that otherwise i'll go down rabbit holes and go on tangents so reversing the engineering let's just take 12 months as the example you have a vision of exactly where you want your business and your impact to be in 12 months time and then work backwards okay what's a night let's break that up into a quarter into quarters because a year can be broken up into quarters okay so what milestone do you need to hit at nine months then six months then four months then let's break up that last quarter sorry three months can't even count the first three months all right let's what do i need to do to get to this first milestone all right let's break it down month by month okay how does my weeks need to look break it down week by week what needs to be achieved where you need to be how do you need to be showing up and then day by day so a leader knows every time that leader wakes up in the morning they know exactly what they're doing that day that's going to get them towards their milestone to uh, play out their vision which I think, and this is where mission comes in. I actually teach this in my stash course as well. Now that I'm saying this, my secrets to a successful side hustle, you can find it on my website, www.kimkent.net or through my Instagram, in my link in my bio. It's a $1,200 course down um, at, it, I can't even talk, $1,200. It's valued at $1,200, but it's only sold at $297, which is a freaking bargain so you can literally go it's a four module online course secrets to a successful side hustle it has components of learning how to be a leader in there because you, you've got to be a leader the moment you start your business you've got to be a leader so anywho trying to bring myself back from tangents here the vision you, uh, the vision and you've broken it down reverse engineered it then what you do day by day and how you show up day by day becomes your mission then you become mission driven. Okay, I see where I'm going. Then the mission is how you show up and what you're doing on a day to day basis, knowing that it's going to get you to that end goal. And when you're mission driven, so this is the next step, you've got to be, be, be vision and visionary, reverse engineer goals. And then you've got to be, you've got to have a mission, you've got to know your daily impact, the selfless side, um, the empowered process, the part that's not about you. So the vision is about you. The vision is more the selfish, and I mean that in a good way, not the stereotypical bad way. The vision is what you want to create, is what you see. And then once you've painted that vision and you know where you're going, then you've got to put the demand on yourself and make it about the impact, which is the selfless, which is not about you. It's about who you can help, um, the impact you can make, etc. So you've got to be, you've got to know what your mission is. Then third tip, you've got to be resourceful. Leaders are resourceful. 
I remember when I never used to be resourceful and I would always ask for things and then if no one answered my question, I'd be like, oh, well, no one's getting back to me. I'm just not going to bother. No, when I started learning this and learned to be resourceful, like we have, there's free and unlimited resources around us. There's in whichever, whatever it is, like Google, podcasts, YouTube, social media, the people around you. Oh my gosh, the resources are unlimited. But the difference between a leader and a non-leader is leaders are resourceful. They know how to get out of their own way and go find what they need for themselves. Because when you start to do that, you'll when you start to say, okay, this is what I need. I need, um, I need to learn how. What's what's a really good example? I would love. I, I need to learn how to start manifest um, meditating properly. But I can't afford a coach right now, or I I don't know where to go. I don't really want to invest in a coach right now. I just want to start to do it from home. You might, you could be the non-leader and be like, oh, hey friend, um, do you have any meditations that you love to start with or you use, blah, blah, blah. But then they don't get back to you. And you think, oh, well, they never got back to me. They never sent me what they do, so I'm just not going to do it. Or the resourceful, the leader goes, okay, there's YouTube. YouTube, and there's so many different apps as well, but I'm just choosing the, the biggest, one of the biggest ones, right? Or most well-known. Go on YouTube. Type in simple medita- uh, meditation for beginners. And they start to go through and listen in and see what connects with them and what really works for them. That's being resourceful. So you've got to be resourceful. You've got to um, be empowered and self-driven that way to go and find what you need because people are not going to hand shit to you on a silver platter. Leaders know this. Leaders know that if it is to be, it's up to me. Which leads me to my next dot point is responsibility. Taking responsibility. Leaders take responsibility for absolutely everything, even if in that moment they felt like they were right and the other person was wrong. But they take responsibility for it. Simple example, even if this is just like a life example, you have a you have an argument with your partner or your friend or your parents and you know Deep inside, you know, you're like, no, they're wrong and I am right. How could they do this? And they shouldn't have done that. They really pissed me off or they really upset me. A leader knows to take responsibility because at the end of the day, you can't control other people. You can only control how you feel and how you show up. And the minute that you make someone right and you wrong or you make someone wrong and you right, you split, you, you polarize the emotions and you take it out of a space of gratitude and love. Life only revolves and and nourishes the spaces of gravity, gratitude and love. So leaders take full responsibility with everything going on. So if there's a fuck up or hiccup at work or in the business or whatever, a a dictator, a boss and a, a dictator boss will blame the staff. Will blame the the, the salesperson or the, the the shelf stacker. Oh they didn't stack the shelf properly and the labels were confused and it caused a big fuck up in the, in the system and to the and not, and sales weren't made and a quota wasn't hit the dictator boss will point the fingers and be like well that was the person's fault who was stacking the shelf uh, they didn't do it right that is on them they're going to get a warning or get sacked where a leader who takes full responsibility 
who's leading that management group or the CEO will be like, you know what, I take full responsibility of this. Why wasn't that shelf stacker aware? Like what what happened? Like how can I how can I fix this or mend this or going forward make sure it doesn't happen again? I'll take sole like full responsibility. When you take responsibility of everything that's going on in your life, you create a sense of freedom inside your head. When you have that sense of when you have freedom inside your head, you have the clarity and the inspiration to move forward. Right? If you don't have that clarity and you have that fogginess, what are you allowing? What drama are you allowing to take up in your mind space and fingers are being pointed and there's a he said and she said and oh, once this person leaves my life, then this will be better or once this person takes responsibility or owns up, it's, it's just all bullshit. And the leaders know that if, you don't, if they don't take responsibility for everything that's going on, nothing's going to move forward. And you can't lead and not move forward simultaneously. Leading is moving forward, right? So what have we got? Vision, mission, resourcefulness, responsibility, vulnerability. These, again, these all interconnect. Being vulnerable. Leaders are vulnerable. They, they're the ones that sharing that, you know what? Business went down. I'm feeling scared. I, I'm feeling like a failure, but I'm going to do it anyway. Leaders are the one that they're owning up to the fact of vulnerability. The people who aren't in leadership or, or aren't stepping into that leadership space, they're, saying, they're telling themselves like, oh, I can't be vulnerable and share what really happened because people will judge me. No, I have to be perfect. I have to have this perfect image. That doesn't inspire anyone. And I know I'm giving you guys a bit of an ass kicking with this. I'm just like, I'm just pumping this out. This is me in my ass kicking, get shit done. This is what it takes. Don't fuck around mode. So be vulnerable. And that it's, it's, it's really hard. If you're someone like me who we've grown up having to have this really thick armor on, not let anyone in, always be right. And try and be perfect. People can't hate on me. People can't be mad at me and not like me. If you're like me with that, well, becoming vulnerable is going to be a really, a really big challenge, but it's so worth it. Like I am still working on it. And every year I become more vulnerable and more vulnerable. And all it does, it opens up this space where I feel more free and I feel like I can be myself more. And People, I actually attract more people that I need into my life. I attract more business and I attract more success that I need into my life. The minute I shut off and start putting my armor up and try and fit into a box or other people, the box that other people want me to be in, for example, you know what I mean? Then I start to feel like a failure and I start to feel unworthy and I'm just digging myself a big hole that's getting harder and harder to climb out of. So stepping into that vulnerability and really sharing and vulnerability isn't having a sook and having a whinge or poor me. Vulnerability is not looking for sympathy. Vulnerability is looking to inspire others and help others feel like they're not alone in what you're going through, et cetera, et cetera. And alongside vulnerability is, here's another dot point, is compassion. You've got to have compassion fuck me, this was hard for me to learn, hey, really, like, here we go, me being really vulnerable, so hard for me to be compassionate, 
And in saying that, I expected everyone to be compassionate on me and understand me, but I found it really hard to be compassionate because if someone or something didn't go my way, I used to be like, nah, that's not good enough. And I used to like, almost, I didn't know I was doing it. Like I wasn't conscious, like I'm going to be an asshole right now and do this. This is just what was ingrained in me and what I'd been doing my whole life. I didn't know any better, but I would like guilt trip people. If I didn't get my own way, I would make them feel bad for not, for not, doing what it was that I wanted them to do if that makes sense I know right what a cow um thank god that is not me anymore <laughs> don't worry it does come up every now and then especially Daniel hubby gets the the short end of the stick there and then I have to remind myself compassion no be vulnerable don't just assume people know what's going on in my head actually be vulnerable and share what's going on like if I'm struggling with something share it and it, it'll, it opens the heart space and it opens up this compassion. So then when you, when you be compassionate on yourself in that space, you're also being compassionate to other people and being understanding towards them. As I said, guys, if I'm going through these quite quickly, it's because we'd be here all day if I literally elaborated Kim style on all of them. And then this is the last part I'm going to end with. So... There's so much more leadership, don't get me wrong, but these are really, really important areas that if you don't feel like you're 100% clear on and you've taken full ownership and implemented it, then that's this is what you want to do. But the last one I want to talk about is self-worthiness. And there's three little dot points I've got underneath, which is boundaries, significance, and prizing. So self-worth is, you know, je- genuinely believing in yourself that you are worthy of creating what you want that you're worth it that you are good enough and this take this is the hardest muscle to strengthen my my inner inner line dominating thought was always kim you're not good enough and it's still to this day something that i i work through and it's slowly getting growing like i'll i'll hit a goal i'll work on a certain goal get there finally feel good like feel good enough to that space then obviously the more growth and the goals come and i was like but am I worthy of more? So there's always going to be that challenge, but it's so beautiful when you grow through it. So yeah, the self-worth part. So setting boundaries. Now setting boundaries on your, it's on yourself and with other people. It's always a two-way street. I should have said this at the start. All of this stuff, when it comes to responsibility, resourcefulness, um, vulnerability, compassion, it's a two-way street. It's within yourself and with other people. So the way... When you have to, when you have to set boundaries, if you have to set boundaries with family members or friends who you know they're in your life but they distract you for certain things, and you've got to put boundaries up, that's you also putting a boundary up on yourself for not allowing yourself to get distracted. So you're bounding, bounding, bounding them out, and you in during for a for a certain agenda. So setting boundaries. Saying no when you need to say no and letting go of people pleasing. Like it's so important because if you have goals, if you want to grow into this leader of your business and your organization and your impact, you haven't got time to fluff around when you when one of your friends calls and tells them about the fight they have with their boyfriend and you're in the middle of a of a strategy meeting because you're your own boss, you can answer the phone, right? Do you know what I mean? You've got to set those boundaries. Like I put on and okay, another way to think about it is 
It's not about multitasking because multitasking actually doesn't get you anywhere. I know us women are good at it, but it actually doesn't get us anywhere. It's about when you need to put the business hat on, you put the business hat on, but you're not wearing the friendship hat at the same time. When it's time to be a good friend, you put on your friendship hat, but you're not thinking about business. You're focusing your energy into that. When it's time to be a good wife or partner or family member, can you can you catch my drift here? You put your hats on for different things. If you need to be the 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 cleaner or the um, oh, I'm starting to lose oxygen from my brain because I'm talking so fast to you guys because um, I really love getting this information out. You've you've got it. You can't wear multiple hats at one time. You have to set the boundaries, and you have to make sure that you're setting the boundaries in alignment with your goals and your vision and your mission. Right? You've got to make sure they're your big rocks. They're some of the things that you really need to prioritize. If your vision's important to you, yep, you've got to prioritize it. So you've got to set the boundaries of when what you're going to allow in and what you're going to allow out to affect that, how much time you're going to spend on it, just staying really strong. And there is something I learned is when I was trying to set boundaries at the start, I noticed that I was coming across a bit, I felt like it was a bit of a bitchy attitude because I'd be like, nope, like it was a bit very masculine and very strong. And I realized that's actually just pissing people off. You can set boundaries, but you set them in a loving way because remember you're being compassionate on yourself as well. You're taking responsibility of how you show up and how you your energy affects other people. So you're setting boundaries that's both congruent with your vision and coming from a loving, compassionate space, which leads into significance. Giving yourself significance, like actually, leaders actually acknowledge themselves. Like, and again, it's that I am good enough. And it's not about putting yourself, leaders don't put themselves on a pedestal and others in a pit. Leaders acknowledge that I am, we are equal, we are one. It doesn't matter what we look like, how much money's in the bank, what's our job position, where we live, what clothes we wear, what food we eat, what alcohol we drink. doesn't matter. We're all equal. Leaders see that as we're all equal. We're all one. But they still give themselves a level of significance within their own life. Like they put themselves first, as again, in a vulnerable and compassionate way. And then the prizing, prizing is really cool. This is something new I've been learning in the last 12 months is prizing is like, like I am the prize. You are the prize. For yourself in your world, you are the prize. It's not about sucking up to other people. It's about you are the prize. And it's not in an egotistical way. It's in, a, in a, such a self-worth, self-loving, self-acceptance way. You are the prize. You have the gift to give people and you have... You are making the impact. This is your vision of how you're creating your mission and showing up every day. So you are the prize. So you've got to respect that. And when you respect that, other people respect that. I never used to prize myself. I was constantly people pleasing. And all it got me was feeling desperate and frustrated. And as I transitioned into more respecting myself and what I have to give, I have less drama in my life. I can set boundaries way more easily. I take, I step into responsibility and resourcefulness so much more and I have so much more clarity on my vision. So it is really important to do that. So I'm going to leave it there. I hope you enjoyed those dot points, those tips. They're just a few of them. 
Um, if you need help with them, you can book in with me and I can actually help you evolve and develop the, in these areas. Um, you can check out my website, www.kimkent.net. <laughs> I always want to sing my website. I know I'm a bit of a, a weirdo, right? Totally own that. And yeah, start evolving yourself into that leader that you would love to be and whatever area of life you would love that to be in. You've got this. Peace out, homies. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I'm so grateful to be able to hold this space for you. Please support me. Please support this episode and this podcast and share this on your social media. Please share a review and five sparkly stars below. And if you leave your Instagram handle, we'll tag you in our Instagram and share the love as well. By sharing this, you are adding to the abundance of inspiration and empowerment that we can create on this planet with the people that we love. If you'd love to check out my offerings, you can head over to www.kimkent.net and check out my coaching offerings. And then you can also head over to www.abundanceclub.net and check out our beautiful online community and holistic health program. You can find both of these links in the show notes below.